Well, that's why the Astros traded for Justin Verlander. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. There's my lower third. You can call me Sully. I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who's been a baseball podcaster for over a decade, and we are wrapping up my fifth full season here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Please follow us at Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter or on Instagram. I am your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. As you can tell, I'm not recording where I normally record. In fact, I don't have my ring light with me, so uh, forgive me if I look a little bit like a vampire. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, it is uh, Tuesday afternoon. I'm recording this. I'm actually in an empty classroom at the school that I, I work at, and it's my break. And here here's the deal. I was ready to to do the podcast last night. Uh, and I, I dropped the show on Saturday, I dropped the show on Sunday, I dropped the show on Monday, and I was going to have a show ready for Tuesday morning. And I'm not going to lie to you, I had an absolutely throbbing headache. I just, it was one of those like, oh man, it's like, you know, just I couldn't, I couldn't keep my eyes open type of headache. And I was like, do you know what? It's, it was Monday, and I'm worried about whether or not I'm going to be having my third show. So I said, do you know what? I'm going to go to bed. But I also know that I'm, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So I was ready to talk about some stuff. And so I said, I'm going to do it here, dropping it later. And there's going to be – I may drop a bonus episode as well because there's so much to talk about. But anyway, that's why, forgive me, I didn't have one uh, up and running early on. It is the afternoon of the 26th day of – September. There's less than a week to go in the season. The Dodgers and Rockies are starting a game in just a matter of minutes. But let's just talk about the the big game. It's funny. There were there weren't a lot. It was not a very very big slate of games uh, yesterday, and I was all ready. It was like appointment television for me. I was so ready to watch Mariners Astros. The Astros just had gotten swept by Kansas City. The Mariners had just been swept by Texas. If the Mariners had won, they, and they had their best pitcher, Luis Castillo, pitching, a Mariners victory would have mean Seattle would have leapfrogged the Houston Astros for the third wildcard spot. And Justin Verlander, Hall of Famer, last year's Cy Young Award winner, has been underwhelming in his return for the Astros. His last bunch of starts, is in, he's posting the ERA over five. And this would have been, with Castillo pitching, I thought, wow, this could be a moment of a nail in the coffin for the defending World Series champions and put them on their heels. And then you realize why they are the defending World Series champions. They they pulled off one of the big wins of the year. And it was over pretty quickly when Houston took a 3-0 lead in the second. They're up 4-0. And Seattle tried to rally. But then a key double play started by uh, Jeremy Pena just completely defused the uh, the Mariners' chances. And Justin Verlander pitched into the ninth inning, finished letting up one run in eight innings plus. 
Uh, they they wound up uh, you know going to the bullpen and not having to use Presley, and the Astros won the first game, and this was you know right then and there that is a critical game. It ended the losing streak. They went into Seattle knowing okay you win game one, and you've now put the Mariners on their heels. The Mariners have to win on Tuesday and Wednesday in order to save face. You know, they can't afford to split the next two games. You know, today, uh, and in today's uh, game that's going on, it's the uh, uh, the Astros are going to be pitching. Um, who are they pitching? The Astros are pitching Javier. Uh, the Mariners are pitching Kirby. That's actually not a bad pitching matchup for either one. But this was a huge win for the Houston Astros. Huge win. They show that Justin Verlander is a big game pitcher. They show that Jeremy Pena is a big game player, you know, defensively coming up, coming up just gigantic. And you also saw that they, you know, there have been some disappointments in their lineup. And we obviously saw that the, the Royals smacked them around a little bit, but Alvarez homered. He got on base a couple of times. Uh, Tucker got the big hit. Uh, Abreu got a big hit and scored. Um, Maldonado got a couple hits at the bottom of the lineup. You're starting to see that the, and Altuve drove in a run. You're starting to see that this is why they won the World Series last year. Their depth. They win the games they're supposed to win. They're winning the games that it's critical for them to win. And I, I can't stress this enough. Winning game one against the Mariners' best pitcher with your ace who has been struggling is absolutely gigantic because they have now they've put themselves in a position where splitting the series would be great for Houston. Are you kidding me? If you go, if you, if going into this series, knowing that the Astros had just been swept by Kansas city and to say that if you go into Seattle into their ballpark. Is it T-Mobile or Safeco? Doesn't matter. It's the not kingdom. And coming in and winning that series, uh, that's what an Astros fan would ask a genie for. And that's what they got. Not the genie. They got the, the, you know, they've got that scenario. They just have to split the next two games. Now, as it is right now, I'm not going to talk about, we'll get to the Rangers a little bit in the next segment here. But as it is right now, the Mariners are a full game back in the loss column of the East Nationals. Now, the Mariners do have the tiebreaker between the two of them. But this would have been the chance, yesterday would have been the chance to be ahead of them and force the Astros to be basically bicycling up a hill without a chain where they have to overtake them. Tying them won't be good enough. And, you know, of course, they can win the next two games. If they win the next two games you know, then they're, then the Mariners will have leapfrogged them. But that's what has to happen. And, um, yeah, I'm telling you, it is it is the type of victory in the American League, as, I, as I've mentioned before, there is no super team. The Orioles have played very, very well. They have. And with means and whatnot, they've been starting to show some of my concerns about their pitching staff, which I had. Uh, I still think they should have traded some of their young players to get another pitcher. But then again, we saw how some of those pitching acquisitions have turned out. If they had traded for Scherzer, they'd be effed. 
could they have, I thought Verlander was going to be their, their target. Um, he went back to Houston. I don't know. I think I still think they should have done something, but I digress. But with this, the Astros are putting themselves into a position where they are absolutely favored to be one of the playoff teams. Do you want to face this team in a short series? Even in that wild card series, and I'll get to why it's the wild card series. Even in a wild card series, would you want to face this squad and think you can beat them two out of three games? Because that's what you're going to have to do. Even if they're the road team, they're showing they can be the road team and take two out of three. Right now, the way it's lined up, they would play Minnesota. Nothing against Minnesota, but would there be anybody on the planet Earth who would pick Minnesota over the Houston Astros? Sorry, Brandon Warren. A lot of people would be rooting for the Twins over the Houston Astros. But this would be a three seed and a six seed where the six seed is the overwhelming favorite. It's a weird year for baseball, but the defending World Series champion, Houston Astros, there is a very, very real scenario for them getting back to the World Series. Is it currently constituted? They would play Minnesota. I would pick the Astros over Minnesota. They win that series. They would go on to face Baltimore. Now, why they don't recede makes no sense. No sense. You, I think you have to recede. But if you don't, fine. That means Baltimore would play Houston. Now, again, Baltimore is a wonderful team. Houston's defending champion with a lot of teams, that have, a lot of players that have been there and did I mention have done that. I think that would be a barn burner. I think that would go five. But if you go to a game five and you're handing the ball to a Justin Verlander or someone making their first postseason start, I don't know. You got to give a little bit of an edge to the champs. And so this was a huge moment, a huge win for the champs. But the division may be slipping away. And partly because the team in first, well, they're just winning all the games they're supposed to win. All right, let's talk a little bit about something. I am 51 years old, and I am thrilled that I still have the hair on top of my head. But do you know what? Not everyone is as lucky as your pal Sully. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Nutrafol, they provide a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? I still have my hair on my head, but it's, it's a little thinner. I was looking at some pictures of me from around 2005. Uh, I had thicker hair back then. And it's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of the thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Now, look at not everyone is in the position where you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to go for the right drugs here. Am I going to go for the right medication here? Do you know what? What you need to do is understand that these hair growth supplements use physician-formulated, natural science-backed ingredients. They're drug-free, so don't worry about that. Patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. So take the first step 
to visibly thicker and healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKDOWNMLB. Find out what 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend. Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men, and you enter promo code LOCKDOWNMLB. That's Nutrafol slash men, promo code LOCKDOWNMLB. Um, here, oh, let me see where the neutral full sign there. Um, and the guru of the game time. Um, the Rangers, let's let's hear it for the Rangers. They swept the uh, the Seattle Mariners, and now they they won their game against the Anaheim Angels or whatever the hell they're called now. Uh, it doesn't matter, they're, they're, they're the uh, eliminated Angels. Uh, John Gray, you know, it's funny, like we we focus on. Grom being out and Scherzer being out, but you know, we got Gray, got Uvalde. They've got they still have some decent pitchers on their team. And Sandoval pitched okay. I mean, look at Gray pitched well. Hernandez pitched well out of the bullpen. Haney pitched well out of the bullpen. Five to one was the final. Um, you know, Corey Seeger got a uh hit, uh uh Garcia homered. Who else homered? Garver homered. Is it low or low? I don't know. Marcus Simeon homered. What, you know, they're doing what they need to do. And despite Houston's victory, all the Rangers have to do is keep pace. You know, the magic number in the West has been reduced to four. So if Houston wins, if Houston loses two games and Texas wins two games, boom. If Texas wins four games, it doesn't matter what Houston and Seattle do. And so, look at I... I I'm looking at the American League picture, and every year there's a team that makes the postseason that are out of it so fast. You go, God, I forgot they were even there. Kind of think that might be the fate of the Texas Rangers. Like, that may be one of those moments like the 2021 White Sox where you're like, oh, yeah, they were a playoff team. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but then again, I, I would have gone broke very fast. Uh, you know, underestimating the strength of this year's Rangers team, the resilience of this year's Rangers team. So, you know, you got to give them credit where credit's due. They're winning all the games they're supposed to win. Bochi's pushing all the right buttons. And I got news for you. Bochi has won with, uh, with a poorer equipped team than this. The 2014 Giants were not that great a team. The closest, you know, they're, they're, in a way, they were kind of similar to the 1988 Dodgers in that they won a World Series championship riding the coattails of one pitcher. Madison Bumgarner, like Oral Hershiser in 1998, or 1988, sorry, um, put together a kind of team where it was like, just get on my coattails, boys, and we'll run all the way to it. And like Hershiser before, he was used throwing complete game victories. He was used out of the bullpen, anything you need. Well, you know, Bochi doesn't have a, a player like that, but he actually, there's more depth in this pitching staff than he had in 2014. It was Jake Peavy, Tim Hudson. They weren't starting Kane. He was hurt. They weren't starting uh, Lincecum because he was basically a middle reliever at that point. And so, you know, you give them you, the the main thing is that those the 2014 Giants still had a remarkable bullpen. 
they still had a super deep bullpen with Romo, Casilla, Lopez, um, uh, Jeremy Affelt. I mean, they had a they had a lot of weapons, and the Rangers bullpen, yikes, not so not so much this year. But again, who's the super team? By the way, in so many ways, the fate of the American League is riding on whether or not Minnesota can dust themselves off. Because if the Houston Astros are indeed the third wildcard team, they would go to Minnesota. Those games would be played in target field. All right? And the Twins, who have not won a playoff game since way back when, you know what? They would need to get themselves together. If the Twins can pull off that upset, I'm just assuming the Astros are going to be the third wildcard team. Then that would throw everything into a tizzy. Suddenly the, the Orioles would be the favorites. You would give more credence to the Rangers. Maybe some combination of Toronto and Tampa Bay, who I think both would be very dangerous in short series. So it's all on you, Minnesota. But the Rangers could make things very, very interesting if they rest up. They're rested and ready to go uh, against the winner of what would be uh, Toronto and Tampa Bay. But, man, I just – right now I can't see Texas beating either one of those teams. I still think – I still would go with Tampa or Toronto over Texas. But, again, you you bet against Bochi at your own peril. Remember, the Giants nearly beat the Cubs in 2016. They blew a lead. They had a huge lead in the bottom of the ninth that would have sent the series back to Wrigley Field for a do-or-die game five with Johnny Cueto on the mound. You know, the people may have still been waiting for the Cubs to win if they had just done a slightly better job of the bullpen that year. But I digress. We'll see what happens. But one thing I have learned is you do not underestimate a Bruce Bochy team. Even a team like this Rangers club, which might be one of those. I forgot they were even in it. But again, we all thought that was going to be the fate of the 2014 Giants, too. All right, we're going to talk a little bit about our friends over at Jace Medical. Now, look at Jace Medical provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during unexpected events. Jace handles everything from online evacuation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation fare. Now, all it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of our board certified physicians. And you get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment related questions, doctor created and Doctor recommended. So, Jace Medical is simple. You go to online, fill out the form, you get your prescription, life-saving medication delivered right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind, so you're not just hoping you have access to medication in emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. With storms, shortages, pandemics, reliance on other countries and supply chain issues, we need to be prepared now more than ever. So, Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Chase Medical using promo code LOCKEDON at checkout at chasemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com.
All right. And by the way, uh, a couple people got the trivia question right. Um, the, there's been two instances where a postseason series ended on a walk-off wild pitch. John Murphy Jr., Craig Brindle got it right. It was the Pittsburgh Pirates. Lost the 1927 World Series to the Yankees on a wild pitch. And Bob Moose threw a wild pitch in the 1972 NLCS that won the pennant for the Cincinnati Reds. So good job there. Hey, um, for those of you who follow me at Sully Baseball uh, on on Twitter and Instagram, I do the thing called Who Owned Baseball. And we're going to do a review of it at the end of the season. But I took a little peek at it. Basically, at the end of each day, I find the best player in the American, the best performance by an American League hitter and pitcher, National League hitter and pitcher on a winning team. They get one full point, a WAB, who owns baseball. And the best performance of a player on a losing team gets half a WAB. Now, sometimes it's unfair. Someone may hit for the cycle and a losing cause. Look, it, I, I'm not here. This is not about being fair. And like the last night, uh, Justin Verlander pitching to the ninth, he got a full WAB. Logan Webb throwing a complete game against the Padres. He got a whop. Austin Slater got three hits for the Giants. Uh, Mitch Garver got four hits, including a home run uh, in the Rangers' victory. They all got full wobs. Half wobs went to Corbin Carroll, went three for five in the Diamondbacks' loss. Dominic Leon got, uh, was solid out of the bullpen for the Mariners, but you know, in a losing cause. Logan O'Hoppy was very good for the Angels in their loss. And Blake Snell, who looks like he's going to win the Cy Young Award, pitched great against San Francisco, but the bullpen lost it. Okay, so they got half wobs. And I was looking, if you look at who my leaders are, I mean, some people criticize it, saying it's more random, it's more subjective. But look who my leaders are. Do you know who leads the American League amongst batters in who owns baseball? It's a tie between Shohei Otani and Corey Seager, who are one and two in the AL MVP vote. Uh, the pitcher with the highest WAB total right now is Kevin Gosman, who's had a wonderful year, but Garrett Cole, who should win the Cy Young is only half a WAB behind him. So if he owns baseball one more time and Gosman doesn't Cole, who should win the Cy Young award will lead the league in WAB. There's a tie in the national league batters between Freddie Freeman and uh, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. And I think anyone, and, and Mookie Betts is only half a while behind them. So they're one, two, three. I think you would agree that those are the three top MVP candidates. And for the pitchers, the leading the league is Zach Gallen, who's been one, who was the top Cy Young contender until recently. Uh, Blake Snell is uh, trailing him by a couple. But if you look at it, my crazy system Oh, by the way, Shohei Otani also has owned the league, owned baseball as a pitcher. So he's his total, when you combine his hitting and pitching total, is the highest in baseball. So who has the highest, who owns baseball total in all of baseball? It's Shohei Otani. And who are the other leaders? The likes of Zach Gallen, Ronald Acuna Jr., Freddie Freeman, uh, Kevin Gosman, and Corey Seager. So my little weird picking players every day is pretty reliable, at least this year. So follow, and we're going to see how it pans out at the end of the year. But my little thing, like, hey, you had the best day today. You get a little sticker. Maybe as accurate a way to pick an MVP 
and a Cy Young as it is pouring over all the stats. So check that out. By the way, uh, we talked about uh, a heartbreaking, two heartbreaking series lost by the Pirates and Wild Pitches. Um, today's trivia question brings in another heartbreaker. The Pirates lost the uh, 1992 NLCS and on the Francisco Cabrera two-out, two-run single that sent the Braves to the World Series. If the Pirates had won that series, a pitcher for Pittsburgh would have been the NLCS MVP. That same pitcher would have been an ALCS MVP if not for another famous Game 7 collapse. So one player would have had a League Championship Series MVP in both the National League and the American League if it wasn't for two universally known by baseball fans League Championship Series Game 7 collapses. Who is this incredibly unlucky pitcher who pitched two complete games for the Pirates in 1992 and had the rug pulled from him again in another League Championship Series who wound up with no League Championship Series MVPs even though he was on the verge of getting two? Who is this unlucky pitcher? There's the bell. And with that, that means I got to wrap up here. So go to Locked On MLB uh, Pods on Twitter and Instagram. I am your pal, Sully. at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Doing the show during my break and passing it along to you. This has been Locked On MLB for the 26th day of September 2023. I'll do a bonus episode tonight. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.